everybody. Welcome to the Francast. This is a show where we talk about everyone's favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi. And we are here to talk about episodes 10, 11, and 12 of season five. We're already halfway through season five. Can you believe it? Wow. That was I know, fast. crazy. It really is. It really is. Next week, we are going to be doing two episodes. They're pretty big episodes. And then we're going to do an entire episode on the engagement, which is so exciting. <laughs> so <laughs> get ready. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so, yes. So this episode from Flushing with Love. And basically in this first episode, we have Fran decides that she is going to take Maxwell to Niagara Falls for the fine family reunion. And she's hoping that the magic of Niagara is going to convince him to propose. And so he goes and he actually does propose, but it's so loud and the falls are so are so wet that she doesn't hear and so it's all for naught but uh overall what did you think of this episode larry um, i thought it was a fun episode the <laughs> the niagara falls stuff is wild but um <laughs> fran particularly i thought had some really fun lines in this one mhm I actually really like all three of these episodes. They're definitely all three kind of over the top, but I was laughing. So <laughs> I enjoyed all three, especially the next one. Personally, I thought it was hilarious. Um, but Colleen, what did you think? I like this one as well. I thought it was yeah. funny. I liked the Niagara Falls part. <clears throat> um, I actually like the whole thing, but it, it was, yeah, the Niagara Falls was pretty hilarious yeah it was good i liked it too i'm glad you all liked it uh so (laughs) it starts off with niles and fran both asking for time off and again we have this animosity between niles and mr sheffield which is kind of strange i don't really understand it i don't think it's that funny um and like I don't understand why they both can't have time off. They have different jobs. <laughs> like, I don't understand why they both need to be there or one of them needs to be there. They can both be gone. Uh, right? I mean, right. I, I guess I, I figured they just, I don't know, where he needed someone to do something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's very weird. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's just one weekend. The man can <laughs> handle himself. Uh, and I mean, because because i don't think niles ever watches the children or helps with the children so i don't really understand why her having the time off is a problem it doesn't make sense to me but anyway so he's kind of upset and you did get the the cc and niles working together which was really funny i thought Mm mm-hmm that was cute <laughs> yeah i know niles yeah. really went there for for his revenge on fran mm-hmm. yes for sure it was a lot yeah and cc you don't get to see a domestic squabble between actual <laughs> domestics <laughs> yeah i the whole like why can't we be friends the whole montage was really funny yes. 
I love particularly when he cuts her lipstick. I just think it's funny I when know. he's holding I know, those scissors. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the uh, <clears throat> of the whole scene with Dr. Miller and uh, the graduate uh, homage? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> really? Do you think I'm trying to seduce you? To seduce you? <laughs> Ooh, uh, she was like eating that fruit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the, uh, the Graduate is one of those movies that doesn't hold up all that well in the, I mean, on a lot of levels, but it does look nice but it's one of those movies where i feel like the screenplay doesn't doesn't realize the most interesting character of the of the movie is we don't care about dustin hoffman's character and we don't care about whatever her name is the daughter she's boring mrs robinson is obviously the most interesting character of the story and (laughs) the movie doesn't understand that that's my opinion, at least. But they find out about the magic of the Ni- of Niagara Falls, and it's getting proposed to. It's like buying real estate. Location, location, location. <laughs> <laughs> and so she decides that she needs to get Mr. Sheffield to Niagara Falls. And it says Mr. Sheffield would rather eat a bowl of leeches than go to the reunion. <laughs> and uh and she says that uh, you you do know you could get thrown about and he says he says i'm quite comfortable on boats and he says i was talking about the buffet line <laughs> yes uh have, have either of you ever been to niagara falls no. yes yes i have as well <laughs> but i never did the maid in the mist voyage i know you could do that i never did that the boat i just looked from up top I, yeah, didn't, I don't really care for it. I hate to say it, it's pretty, but I think the rest of the town is boring. It's all, it's too touristy. Too peachy. Yes. Yeah, I haven't been since I was in high school, so it's been a while. It got but, worse. Um... It's a- <laughs> <laughs> as far as like, yeah, trying to get tourists, it's just like they say, souvenir after souvenir after souvenir. I mean, that's all it is to me is souvenir shops. Although I haven't been there in like 15, over 15 years, so maybe it's yeah. better but i doubt it i mean it yeah as far as i remember it's been that long for me as well so i was yeah i because we used to go up to new york state all the time uh because my aunt and uncle lived there in albany and so we would head up to we would take a little trip up to niagara falls at least a couple times it was it was only like three hours, two and a half, three hours from Cleveland. So it was not. It was like something people would do regularly who were from my area. So it was that close, huh, to Cleveland? Yeah, yeah, about three, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And you know, to get over the border because you got to go to the Canadian side. Yeah, that's the nice thing about the East Coast is everything is so close. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> we were like two and a half hours from Detroit and the opposite way you could get to Niagara Falls. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of nice. Because you can like go from Baltimore to Philadelphia to New York City if you wanted to. You could basically like make a day of it. <laughs> People think that it's, I don't know, it's just it's so different than in the West where everything's so spread out. Right. And people you know. live, I mean, some people commute, 
you know, to New York City oh, from yeah. Philadelphia on the train. Oh, yeah. Or definitely. or Connecticut or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Most people in Connecticut. That's true. <laughs> that was always my beef with Chesapeake Shores. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, yeah, like, I remember. Yeah, on Chesapeake Shores, the, the, the one girl wants to move, wants to marry the one guy and move to her family in Philadelphia. And the family lives in Chesapeake Shores in Maryland. And I'm just like, that's like not even moving. <laughs> I know. It's so close. It's like a morning. They made it like, like cross country. Like it was yeah. cross country. There's like they were moving to Kuwait or something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> can yeah. literally see each other whenever you want. It's ridiculous. Anyway, that is for another podcast. <laughs> just make sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean. I, I mean, I think we've all grown kind of nostalgic for the whole idea of like family reunions and stuff like that, <laughs> or like group settings. I need them, but uh, I don't know about our family reunion, but I need a group. <laughs> <laughs> I need friends. I need to be around friends, but I don't necessarily. No, that's not right. My no, I mean my close family, some of my immediate family, but not yeah. all of them. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, that family reunions can be fun but uh but we have a lot of strong personalities in my family so it was always an adventure and i think the france family is the same yeah for sure <laughs> yeah but uh i don't know you're larry in your job do you do like family reunions and stuff like that or what kind of is it all work no it's most, mostly company events mm, yeah so you don't get to see the drama. No, and we don't we don't really do like staffed catering. We just kind of send the food. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, okay. so I don't have to serve or anything. I'm just in the office talking uh, to people, setting stuff up. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's Most good. of when I was um for years my brother owned a catering business. He doesn't anymore, but he um he would see all you would I used to help work i do like events on the weekends every once in a while mm -hmm. oh my gosh some of the things you see i mean it wasn't like i've never seen anything completely outrageous but you could see when people start drinking at weddings oh, or yeah. i mean thankfully we don't have that and stuff people at thankfully baptism parties oh my <laughs> gosh the liquor oh yeah <laughs> thankfully we don't have that dynamic in my family Woo, that would be that would be adventurous uh but uh but yeah, the worst one that we ever did was the uh, Rock and Our Ranch in Adamoni, Utah, middle of nowhere. And all they had to do was ride the horses. And that's just not me. And in fact, I spent almost the entire the entire trip watching the nanny with my sister <laughs> in our room. That's so funny. Uh, I, I went on the the uh, the horse one time, and I thought it was going to be just like around the track, like clip clop clop around no we went like down a ravine and stuff and i was terrified and the only reason i didn't get off the horse and cry uncle was because my little brother who's 16 years younger than me was on the horse ahead <laughs> she was like eight you know and i'm like i can't be wimpier than my like under 10 year old brother <laughs> i'm glad he was there to motivate you yeah <laughs> I'm not a horse person either. I know worst. they're popular, but it's not my thing. No, it was the worst. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah, that was one of my fondest 
nanny watching experiences actually so Rachel, i saw you holding that little puppy and thought hmm maybe this should be a more permanent fixture oh i know <laughs> that is the nicest puppy you have ever seen i have to say it, it even though his name is thunder he is so sweet and just quiet and just <laughs> i'm like if i could get one like this maybe it'd be worth it i liked the uh the the aunt i think it was who says i have an idea for a broadway show and he says what is it he says it takes place in connecticut and he says, that's it you're not bringing anything to the table oh yeah <laughs> that was funny <laughs> Yeah, that's a very weird like trick, though. How do you feel about her like little skill, her little musical weird. skill? <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than weird. <laughs> Were you a fan, Rachel? I can't even remember what was this. What was the skill? She plays the spoons on. Her. Oh yeah, <laughs> Rachel. That was funny. I like that. <laughs> he's like oh i liked your rendition of whatever he said and she's like no gosh no i rushed it uh it was supposed to be i can't even remember now but yeah well we usually have a talent show in my family reunions and they're usually fairly tame the best thing we ever did though was got my dad and my uncles all doing the four Yorkshiremen skit from Monty Python and it was killer. It was really funny. That's awesome. So. <laughs> um so then they go through the falls and she doesn't hear him propose. Like has amnesia, thinks he's the butler and has a crush on the the nanny. <laughs> thank god i remembered who i was before anything happened uh oh yeah aunt midge on the spoon yeah aunt midge. there you go that was the other one that he picks up thinking is like gracie <laughs> the only thing that was amiss in this episode was i feel like yetta no yetta she would have been hilarious and it was a family yeah, reunion she definitely should have been on there. that boat yeah I mean, I guess technically she's not a fine. No, but I she's don't know. You'd think Sylvia's Sylvia mother, would but bring her along. yeah, like I feel like that could have led to some really funny stuff, right? With Yetta, uh, so it was a pretty funny episode. Uh, Fran says to Niles, "I think you looked great last Halloween when you went as Tootsie." <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Yeah, I love what he uh, told her when she says that she has to go find something to put on or whatever. And he's like, that must have been a three-second scavenger hunt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> good. Or when he, oh, something when he smutty or on, slutty or something. I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. And then when he turns on Cece at the end and she's like, "You're Niles, you got to throw out the riffraff or whatever. And she's like, I would, but I can't lift you. <laughs> And the poor, yeah. poor Miss Babcock has betrayed. It was what it was, and now it's over. <laughs> I wish they'd shown their poetry. I mean, their pot pottery. Their what they had done in their pottery. But I did love the end where she gives freaking um, Val those little kebab things for the corn. <laughs> She's just like, oh, yeah. yeah, well, better safe for special. <laughs> That was funny. But as you talked about with uh, Mr. Sheffield, like you cleaned enough, it's time to rest. <laughs> when 
and he's pretending or thinking he's the butler. Right. Yeah. That was funny. And there was a lot of fashion in this episode. Gosh, that montage. Every time they do montages, my hand is just like, ah, <laughs> trying to like keep up. Yeah. And luckily, if if you need help, the Fran Find database is very helpful. It's my newest favorite tool. <laughs> and, and so it starts out with she's wearing a black coat with red trim, which I thought was actually quite cute. And uh, and it's that's Moschino, and it then she has a checkerboard blazer and a black shirt and a white headband, or as Colleen likes to say, the Freddie Mercury leotard because that's the exact same pattern. <laughs> I, I'm sure you know that picture. Yeah, I'm sure you can picture it. Yes, it's called. Yeah. they call it the Harlequin outfit. That's what they call it. I guess that's the pattern. It's called Harlequin. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. It looked it looked really good. You have to be so skinny to pull oh, yeah. off that kind of checkerboard. <laughs> and and I love her jacket. Fred I thought and it was Freddie really Mercury cute. both were very skinny, so yes, yeah, they were. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then she briefly has a purple like velvet dress. It was hard. She's kind of hunched over, so it was hard to see it very well. But um, and then she wears her purple robe with the flowers and then a navy blue suit skirt combo outfit and then she has a black shirt skirt with flowers and a red feather collar uh which she loves a red red and black is one of her favorites loves those fur collars as well yeah and this was a dramatic the, fur, though. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't matter. It was a dramatic up top. Yeah, that's true. It was big, red, and puffy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she has that red puffy jacket, the red uh, coat that she's worn a bunch of times from Nemus Marcus. Oh. Is the name Dina for Dina for Nemus Marcus is what it says. And then she has a yellow satin skirt suit with a black lining and black buttons with a black bob wig. Of all of the wigs, this is like more, I think, tolerable than some of the other ones. Uh, But I still prefer her regular, I prefer her big hair over this wig. Yeah, it's just always kind of jarring when she wears these little uh, bob wigs. I don't know way better than the mullet wigs which i hate <laughs> yeah. so ugly um and yeah i didn't really like this look this yellow oh it looked kind of cheap yeah like fabric or something mm-hmm. yeah. it looked like it kind of uncomfortable <laughs> to me um and then she has an all white suit with again a fluffy collar and she has the uh earmuffs and it looked like oh it's gonna get so dirty (laughs) i was like why are you wearing that (laughs) you look at the kind of thing you'd wear to aspen more than niagara falls yeah it was was a weird choice Mm -hmm. that's what i thought i mean it was cute but it was a weird choice for the occasion yeah and then she ends with one of the mullet wigs which i hate so much her final wig and then this like striped print dress with yeah, long sleeves weird dress, like. it was really ugly 
And he said on what Fran wore, it said Todd Oldham, but it doesn't look like him at oh, all. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it was so brown and like Fran looks good in bright colors. She does not look good in like beige. And I the mean, paisley no. part of it was paisley, and that paisley was not cute. Like some paisleys are okay. It was just so dull. Yeah. She's the lady in red when everyone else is wearing tan. Yeah. Right. Uh so overall, what would you give this episode, Colleen? Um I'm gonna go with an eight. I like this one. What about you, Larry? I am also gonna go with an eight. I will make it an even. I will also go with an Yay. eight. All right. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Okay. So then we have the next episode is called Rash to Judgment. And Fran decides that she's going to ask Mr. Sheffield on a date. She gets a invitation to, well, she kind of steals Val's invitation <laughs> to Michael Bolton's opera album release and on the day of the date she gets a terrible rash and <laughs> I, I really thought this episode was funny i mean it's definitely over the top and ridiculous but like every time she's like scratching herself all over and like rubbing on people to scratch made me laugh and just everything was funny i thought for the most part it yeah. made me laugh do you agree, Larry? This was a really funny episode. I agree. Yeah, yeah. it was hilarious. Good. I'm glad you did. <laughs> we got that gag, that age old gag. He's back at the departments. I mean, at the drugstore, everything. Yeah. And it was all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it starts out with them eating soup and Sylvia sticking to her diet. And she says she's added some seasoning to give it flavor. And they're like, what's that? Tortellini. <laughs> that was funny. And so, yeah, Val gets these tickets to Michael Bolton's opera album, and then, like, Fred just kind of takes them, which was rude. I was going to say, that was the one thing is we... I don't know. We don't even get like a reaction from Val. No. Like we don't. Right. She just she just steals them and goes. That like, was not cool. How did she even get them in her possession? Like it just was all like, oh wow, okay. Well, and and Val starts talking, and she says. Uh, that i'm no genius but blah 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 blah. i can't remember what she said and then fran's like you really don't need to add the i'm no genius oh yeah that was sylvia who told her that sylvia just yeah oh yeah you're right you're right yeah (laughs) yeah so that i know that was that was pretty rude of fran i think she could have figured out her own date yeah it was like oh my okay but i'm also like i don't know i know she loves celebrities and all but i think it's funny that she just uh just like always going on these dates with (laughs) with like celebrities like it's always a celebrity date and uh yeah she she's never the most poised around celebrities for a date no (laughs) yeah like you think she would start small in her asking mr shuffled out like but you know she's just very over the top so michael bolton is personally quite a letdown from mountain john i forgot (laughs) i forgot until this episode how much i dislike michael bolton i never liked him i never understood the appeal when he was a big deal i just never understood it i still don't 20 years later 
I think it was a mistake to cut the hair, though. I mean, come on. Oh, no. I'm glad he cut it. That mullet you like, Rachel. Not a mullet. I don't know. It was kind of mullet-like. Oh, I just never I liked his voice. I mean, physically was one thing, but his voice, I was just never a fan. Yeah. Just putting it all out there. And I'm glad you liked the hair, Rachel, but I also was not a fan of that Michael Bolton hair. The the short or long or both? The long. I didn't oh, mind the, the short hair. I thought he looked fine. I, his physical appearance in the episode was fine. Just don't sing. I'm good if you don't sing. <laughs> I think he's okay, singer. But I will always love Michael Bolton for in Office Space. Oh, when that's funny. It's named Michael Bolton. That was funny. Oh he's like, God. I don't even like the music. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> to the bobs. That's my favorite. Um... <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think he's okay. I don't I don't hate him, but he's not like my favorite or anything. But anyway, yeah, she loves uh particularly these uh these kinds of I don't know, these kinds of crooners, I feel like, Fran. Yeah. Really. Cuz I'd even put kind of Barbara in that kind of oh, crooning yeah. kind love, of, you she know, can like sing. she could still oh, yeah. sing. I mean, I haven't heard her in the last few years, but I saw her in concert like in the last 10 years. And oh, she was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a similar like adult contemporary though. Is what I'm I saying. like. like yeah, that I kind like of a lot of style. that. But Michael's to me not not the par of some of the others. Yeah, and I mean uh, it takes a lot of gall too to like think you can record an opera album. Um, true. Yeah, and it was not opera at all. So I don't know. Did he really do <laughs> that he in real life? An Italian opera. I don't know. I was going to ask you guys if you knew the answer to that. <laughs> I mean, yes. like I said, I, it takes a um a lot of self assurance, I guess, to to think you can record an opera album coming from not an opera background, being a pop singer, or you know, not just pop, really, any other genre of music, and to think you can just he come did. out and sing a an opera album. That's a lot of gall. I mean, does it does that just mean you're singing an opera? You're singing the opera songs, not really singing with an operatic voice. Like, that's how oh I feel he gosh. tried to do. <laughs> you guys, so he really did do oh, no. a opera album called My Secret Passion, the Arias. Oh! And this was released in 1998. And, and one of the reviews I just saw on uh, looking online, it says Michael Bolton should have confessed his secret passion to his shower stall. Instead, he has released a CD. <laughs> <laughs> so this was this was a cross promotion, right? To help him promote his yeah, album. 1998, yeah, 1998. That would have wow. been. <laughs> I did not. See, so yeah, that that always makes it a little less fun to me too. I will say, like Elton John. I don't know. Did he really have a documentary? He was just kind of he was having fun, just promote. Right. You know? I think he did. Yeah, I actually I have that. heard of Tantras and Tears. Because this was real. this was released in 1998. This episode, January 1998, that's when the album was released. And I don't know. They just, they worked Elton's self-promotion in a lot better. Same thing even with Elizabeth Taylor. I mean, that perfume had been around for God knows how long at that point. So it wasn't really like a new product. It's a a little bit less fun when the cross-promotion is so blatant. Yeah, I agree. That's very true. This one has an eight on Rotten. I mean, not on Rotten Tomatoes, on IMDb, by the way. And the last one has 7.7. Yeah. And this, I mean, this episode is great. It's just that his cameo 
added like nothing. Like he he didn't really yeah. he didn't really add much. No. He wasn't that fun or or anything. He was just there. He sang a song and that was it. Yeah, it wasn't Agreed. really. I agree with that. Yeah, and uh, so then you have Sylvia at her uh her medicine cabinet when Fran has the rash, has anchovy paste in the medicine oh. cabinet. <laughs> that horrific yeah. wallpaper. Oh, oh yeah, she's wallpapering. <laughs> and oh my gosh, she thinks it's a hickey, the rash. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, and oh, oh that's my just god, the... when Fran says it's running all down my body, muscle time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst when you have a rash. Like oh. Yeah, it's so painful. It's the it's so awful. Do you guys and, have any known allergies? No, nothing like this. But my sister had terrible, terrible eczema. For that she, in fact, she has her new book coming out this week called uh, "Called Allergic." Uh, Megan Wagner Lloyd, my sister. Oh. It's a, her first graphic novel, and it's all uh, a kind of loosely based on her own life experiences as a little girl getting horrible eczema oh, wow. and, uh, yeah when she's around practically everything and particularly any kind of chemicals and she, that's why she started doing homeschool was because uh we had it was so weird in our school we had carpet on the walls and they decided to redo and so there was all of this heavy odor from the carpet glue and stuff and so she couldn't go to school because she was so she would break out and have rash all over her whole body it was awful and so yeah that's why my sister went to start at homeschool oh, wow. she was literally allergic to school oh my gosh it was awful and but yeah we get the the them at the pharmacy which is really funny scene and cc's there what are you getting i don't know what are you getting <laughs> like looking oh my gosh and then that guy yeah, uh, but the whole scene at the event with Michael Bolton was so funny. Yeah. I mean, she's just like scratching all up. <laughs> it was so funny to me. Grabbing that plant. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like too that gown looked velvet from far away. Like, how would that yeah. be better? I'm not sure how wearing a covering. I get covering it, but at the same time, how would that make you feel better? You know. The- <laughs> she just didn't want people to see it right the problem but, but oh yeah God, I'd be miserable. she says i don't care if i have to lose a toe and keep it on ice in my purse i'm going <laughs> poor thing and so then mr sheffield wants to be intimate and so they get a room and fran's like well we need to call grace and who knew grace was such a chatterbox <laughs> no. she's talking and in the meantime, Frank goes to the doctors, and Scott Bayo is her doctor. Oh, <laughs> <Ew>, Scott Bayo, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but it turns out he grew up with Fran, the character, and uh, and that he is first day on the job. They give her a shot, and it makes her bloated. The shot. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to see maxwell looking super sexy it was like right out of a soap opera which was hilarious and i loved it 
Yes, right out of Days of Our Lives, where he came from. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in the bloated reaction, it happens with prednisone, cortisone, Toblerone. <laughs> yes. And Sylvia, I have an enlarged daughter. Oh my gosh. There's six times as much as you to love. (laughs) We find out that she's allergic to the pumpkin in the tortellini in the soup. So it's all Sylvia's fault. Niall says that he uses sage and and Cece says that she's allergic to sage. And Niall says, I thought time was your enemy. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. And so then... Mr. Sheffield asks her out uh, again, and she's she's like, "Oh, I don't think we can right now," because she's still all swollen. And so, yeah, it's just really funny. I, I mean, just the whole scene at the party was to me absolutely hilarious. Uh, so the fashion in this, she starts out with a tartan plaid skirt suit with a red turtleneck and which i thought was pretty cute Uh on her yeah and then she has a tiger striped suit skirt uh ensemble that like matching bigger jacket yeah very matchy matchy this was most chino and then uh she's got the long sleeve black dress kind of velvety dress with like a kind of collar mock turtleneck kind of situation I did think she looked really pretty yeah mm-hmm. i agree i loved her hair yeah. again i thought that hair looked amazing yeah it did yeah and then the final she's in the blue robe with the coffee cups on them so overall what would you give this episode larry i think i'm gonna go with a nine on this episode i thought it was really what? funny wow colleen what about you you know what? I'll do the same. The rash part was, I mean, the scratching and the, yeah, the Michael Bolt part was so funny. I'll go with nine as well. Yeah. I agree. I will also give it a nine. I thought it was really funny. So, okay. Then we have episode 12, and this is another celebrity episode that Fran ends up washing off the famous mole of the uh, the big star. And what do you think? Do you think it works better having fake stars or having actual stars? You know what I'm saying? Like in this episode, it's an imaginary fake star <laughs> versus if they had used an actual celebrity. Um, Sometimes I think the fake one, just because like, obviously the actor is game for anything. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I kind of think too. Was she a soap opera actor? I think she was a nighttime soap. I want to say like, um, was it Falcon Crest or one of those shows or something like that? You know, oh, yeah. I don't know. Something it's a like great, that. great name, Margot Lang. I feel yeah, like that really feels name. like a a soap star kind of name. But <laughs> she is. So then there's just all kinds of shenanigans. Things just get worse and worse and worse. And then you have the scene with with fran and maxwell where he says oh, i just don't trust you anymore and that's so that's such a devastating scene it <laughs> it's is. really sad. sad so but the opening is absolutely hilarious i think when she is fighting with the gardener in the background <laughs> <laughs> die oh, laughing <laughs> 
I, yeah, Mijini says, forgive me, there's a wandering Jew on the terrace. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so funny. And she's, and the poor gardener is like, what, does she knock him out or something? Yeah. Get his clothes? And mm-hmm. it's ridiculous, but it made me laugh. And, and they're going to be making a Marie Antoinette musical is the idea or play. And, uh, <laughs> and so Fran sprays Margot, removes her mole. And they say, trust is the most important thing in a relationship. And, and, and Mr. Thomas the only secret safe with you is your age. <laughs> So Cindy Adams was a real person. Uh the real gossip lady. Oh this really? Was, yeah. Oh I didn't was know real. that. Yep. And she um uh this was one of the only uh cameos or whatever that she ever did. She was only has three credits on IMDb. <laughs> one is the nanny. She seems so mild compared to what the gossip is now or what tmz is i know like. it's so different now uh her and um oh gosh what's her name i can think of the name liz smith liz smith yeah, yeah. she mentioned they were the right big, before she turned her yeah right before she turned around big on the new york post was her big uh thing and yeah gossip columnist and writer still alive this she's still alive uh oh. yeah 90 years old. Oh, oh wow. wow. No, so. <laughs> not not hunting for gossip anymore, I assume. <laughs> and I guess gossip perfume was actually real as well. It was a real thing. Oh. No way. Wow. Yeah. That's what. Um, Don't get any ideas, Harvey Levin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> for a men's cologne. Please, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. That's right. DMZ cologne. Oh, no. Uh, and so. Uh, the she meets uh she meets fran and uh sylvia at the doctors and she she overhears the cindy overhears them talking about the mole it gets released and uh and maxwell is furious about it and uh, and saying do you hate me that and you can't he says you and i can't have a relationship if i can't trust you now it seems obvious that i can't oh that is painful i would be so i don't know i'd be crushed if someone told me yeah and she says when you watch your mother fry up your mr potato head it scars you (laughs) (laughs) and and he says, I wouldn't be surprised if the if he doesn't talk to me again. This was at the engagement way back. <laughs> but yeah, he's really upset. It's it's devastating. And oh, they're just they're they have such chemistry as a couple that they obviously eventually I know they're going to get together, but they just sell any scene they're in, I feel like so well. Yeah. Right i do i think that's a really funny scene when sylvia runs off with the cake runs upstairs yeah, that was hilarious <laughs> i love that 
And Fran storms into Margot's apartment and Margot says, what's wrong with you? Don't you know everything's fake, 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 fake. (laughs) (laughs) And so then they come up with a plan of they're going to make beauty marks. And uh, so they're going to manufacture them. This is going to be great. And so then he spills the beans about her mole business and he was trying to impress Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks. And he tells, and now says, you thought they would be impressed with the mole story. <laughs> yeah, he's like, these are the men who came up with the 2000 year old man skit. And you thought you would impress them with the mole story. <laughs> uh-huh. And so then he is so he feels bad and so he proposes to fran because he doesn't want her to be mad at him and fran realizes that she doesn't want to trick mr sheffield into marrying her and i don't want a man out of guilt (laughs) 12 generations of fine women just rolled over (laughs) so she lets him out of it and he says only this time i'm not sure i really wanted to get out of it which you love that so good we're getting closer and closer to the big engagement oh it's coming so exciting (laughs) Uh, i can't wait (laughs) only two episodes left (laughs) i don't know i think it's kind of a weird ending personally it was weird it was like very sad and like 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 left it hanging i don't know yeah you're kind of like i mean why would you ever want to propose like that yeah you know like to be like i don't know if i wanted her to you know get out of it or you know let me free i don't know it's kind of like okay the sentiment is cute but the the scenario is still quite strange yeah i can see that Uh, he's starting to realize that he really does love her but he's still being stubborn and stupid but but yeah that's definitely you definitely wouldn't want it to like actually be a real proposal in those circumstances uh but at least she kind of realizes that but yeah so this one's a pretty good one i i think it has some really funny moments so i'm gonna give this one an eight as well Uh, what about you colleen I'm going to go just slightly lower than this one, 7.5. It was funny, but it wasn't as good as the other two. What do you think, Larry? Yeah, I was going to go with a 7 on this one. Okay, very good. All right, so that's it. We did it. We oh, have, like fashion? I said. Oh, yeah, I forgot fashion. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the fashion in this one was the started with that gardener outfit, of course and then she has a black suit skirt with pink and yellow plaid and a uh black shirt it's it's uh i like that one actually it was like a um like a tartan kind of plaid that was an and that was anna swee was the name of the designer oh okay i thought that looked really good on her yeah and was good then she has this weird red suit with stars and vertical stripes it was strange i didn't like it very much yeah it was very weird 
Yeah, it looked like she would have need to have like a baton and was like in a flag line or something. (laughs) To me, and that was Todd Oldham. Was it? I didn't like it. (laughs) He's on a a missing streak, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And then she has a black jacket that she puts over it, and then she has this like red, kind of shag skirts suit outfit i don't know how to explain it with this sort of feathery collar with a black striped shirt underneath and it's it's betsy johnson and i didn't care for it and she has a red short bob wig oh no (laughs) (laughs) and then she has a black and white checkered shirt with a white kind of vinyl-y skirt and a black belt and this looked really most chino but it's not it wasn't on any of the sites but yeah it was cute but not verified and uh, anyway it was pretty cute though i liked it so yeah that's fashion i almost forgot (laughs) but yeah we have two more episodes and then like i said we will do a full episode on the engagement it's very exciting so let us know your thoughts of these three episodes. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Frankcast14. We'd love to hear what you think. And uh, Larry, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And Colleen? I am on Twitter and Instagram at L-E-L-E Lily 44094 and our Francast Instagram is Francast1993. Great. And uh, yeah, thanks so much and let it, and let us know what you think of, of these episodes and make sure you're following the Homeworks Podcast at Homeworks Pod and Homeworks Podcast all over social media. We've got some really good stuff coming up and uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone. Bye.